Welcome to the Let's Remember This podcast where we're taking time to slow down, sit down, and spend time in scripture. So wherever you're at, wherever you're listening, I encourage you grab a pen, grab your Bible, a notebook, and let's not only read scripture, but let's ask the Holy Spirit to speak and let's remember this. Good morning, my friends. Today's full reading is going to be Mark 9, 14 through 50, if you're following along with the journal or reading plan. However, I'm just going to be reading to you today verses 33 through 37. So just a reminder, wherever you're at, just take a deep breath, pause all the things stirring, and just settle yourself into the presence of God for the next few moments, knowing that when you're reading scripture, you're hearing from the heart of God. This is special. This is sacred. This is a gift. So Mark 9, 33 says this. After they arrived at Capernaum and settled in a house, Jesus asked his disciples, what were you discussing out on the road? But they didn't answer because they had been arguing about which of them was the greatest. He sat down, called the 12 disciples over to him and said, whoever wants to be first must take last place and be the servant of everyone else. Then he put a little child among them. Taking the child in his arms, he said to them, anyone who becomes a little child like this on my behalf welcomes me. And anyone who welcomes me welcomes not only me, but also my father who sent me. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for your word today. Thank you for speaking to us in moments where we need it, in moments where we don't understand it, in moments where we're rushed and we're busy. Thank you for meeting us. Would you show us what we need to receive today and what we need to remember? We ask this in your name. Amen. The key verses. He called the 12 and he said, whoever must, whoever wants to be first must take the place, the last place and be the servant of everyone. Anyone who welcomes a little child like this on my behalf welcomes me and anyone who welcomes me welcomes not only me, but also my father who sent me. There's just some funny like contextual things about this today when I'm looking and I'm I'm just I have to laugh a little bit of thinking of the disciples as they're just arguing on the road. Like I can't imagine just like being in this conversation and just Jesus being like, "What are you talking about?" And that realization of like what I'm talking about is so silly right now. Like this is so unimportant. And now I have to tell Jesus what it was that I was talking about. And isn't this, I mean, that right there, I feel like we could talk about for hours of how many times we're caught arguing with other followers of Jesus or not followers of Jesus, but specifically here, arguing with other followers of Jesus about things that just are not important and should not be given our attention. That is, wow, one thing today that I was just struck by of how many things am I arguing about? How many things am I caught up about that if Jesus were to say, Abby, what are you talking about? I would be like so embarrassed like the disciples were. But regardless of that, the biggest thing that I was reminded of today was this reality that Jesus, he sees me. He sees you. Have you ever been in a spot place in your life where you just feel like you have been looked down upon, that you've been look past. Maybe it was for a job opportunity or a leadership opportunity. Um, Maybe it's going back, right? As a kid and people always talk about, hey, where were you? What the ways that you were picked for sports teams or kickball or dodgeball or whatever. Um, Sometimes that impacts your adulthood of where you picked first, where you picked last, like that, that plays into your confidence. Like, do you have those moments where you have felt overlooked and unseen? We're reminded here today when Jesus takes up this child and children at that point in time, like they would not have been the most valuable. 
But Jesus is reminding them of his upside down kingdom. He's reminding them that he came to create a new type of rhythm, a new type of world, a new type of kingdom, like nothing they have seen before. He's going to restore everything back to the way that God intended it to. And he's saying, actually, those of you who become little, and remember just yesterday we talked about um, if we want to save our lives, we have to give up everything, which makes no sense. He's reminding them, this child, whoever welcomes this child welcomes me. Whoever wants to be first must be last. He's reminding them of the people that he sees, the people that he values. And in doing that, I'm reminded today that Jesus sees me, that he he has the eyes to see me and he wants us to have the eyes to see other people with that kind of value as well. To not look at them from the outside, to not look at them the way that culture sees them or culture views them, to not look at them for their skills or their abilities, but to see them as someone made in his image and to welcome them on his behalf. You see, Jesus was known for this. He was known for lifting up the unlikely people. I'm reminded also of the story of Zacchaeus, who was a tax collector, and Jesus saw him. He looked up to see him in the tree and said, hey, I want to come to your house. I want to spend time with you. Zacchaeus was not someone that people would want to spend time with, yet Jesus did because he was had eyes to see Zacchaeus. Why? Because he wasn't rushing past but he was walking slow enough to see. And that's the next thing that I'm reminded of today is not only does God see me, but also if I'm going to have eyes to see, then I need to slow down and I need to start paying attention to the people around me. How can I lift other people up? How can I promote people? How can I give praise? Because the reality was that when Jesus had eyes for people, when Jesus saw people, it no longer mattered what anybody else said about them. Because him looking at them, him seeing them, him paying attention to them changed everything for their lives. And as followers of Jesus, now people that are invited to make disciples of Jesus, we have that same invitation to see people, to spend time with people, to sit with them, to help them see that they matter, that they have value. But if we're going to do this, we too are going to have to have eyes to see and we are going to have to slow down and not rush past, but to take the time. So to sum it up in a way, I think the three things that, yeah, are standing out and that I'm reminded of is is one, how often am I arguing about things that just don't matter, (laughs) that are just distracting me from what Jesus is actually asking me to do? Two, um, am I receiving today that I am seen by God, no matter how other people see me, that I am seen by God, I'm seen by Jesus? And then the third part is, do I have time to see people? Do I have time to show them that they're valuable and to take time to promote them and to lift them up and to show them that they have a place in the kingdom? Who in your life today, their life could be radically changed if you took time to remind them that they have a place in the kingdom. Just yesterday, I had a phone call with a newer pastor friend of mine and and just so kindly, she just paused and said, Abby, like, I just want to say that like I want to be someone that lifts you up because you are so needed in this world. And she had no idea what that meant to me in that moment, but her just pausing to pay attention to like this prompting from the Holy Spirit and to say, hey, I just want to remind you that you have a place. We have no idea how far our words can go of just reminding people that they have a place in the kingdom, no matter what they look like, where they come from, how society views them. So how can we be that and how can we do that for others today. That is the invitation we have. So I don't know what it is that you need to remember, but that's what I'm remembering today. 
that's what I'm going to be thinking of is what am I wasting time on and arguing about that doesn't really matter or that I'm just completely off about? Um, how can I receive the fact that God sees me? And then how can I also take time to see other people lift them up, show them that they have a place in God's kingdom? Mark 9.37 says, anyone who comes and welcomes such a little child like this on my behalf welcomes me. And anyone who welcomes me welcomes not only me, but also my father who sent me. Thanks for listening. As always, have a wonderful, wonderful day, and we will be back next week.